bringing real talk with real professionals directly to you each week. It's Bringing It Home with John Wilkinson on Vinyl Draft Radio. Now, live from the Associated Credit Union of Texas studio in Houston, here's your host, John Wilkinson, the real estate agent invested in you. Uh, thank you, Mr. Leon. Um, we are going to um, bring on Mr. Jason Means, owner of Perfect Policy. And uh, Jason is with us. Um, like I said, he's calling from home today, technical. Uh, always things that come up about insurance. And speaking of which, I'm, you know, I'm assuming a lot of uh, this remodeling that's going on, and that remodeling, repairing and replacing going on at your house is, um, has a lot to do with... Uh, you know your insurance and how's that working like in terms of insurance paying for this thing because i think there's a lot of people in your situation are you waiting for the money are the contractors willing to take care sure. what are they doing yeah well i can i can explain a little bit kind of how the process works um when it when you get a insurance claim uh and it works slightly differently with different companies but flood insurance tends to work about the same because it's all regulated by fema so they kind of have their all their rules laid out so when you have a claim with flood insurance um of course you call they come out they look at everything and they they take measurements and they have specific figures like for cleaning tile it might be two dollars per square foot that they'll you know they'll allow you to clean tile or it might be four dollars a square foot to replace uh, laminated wood or whatever and they just add up all the square footage add up all the contents which is actual cash value all contents in in flood insurance is actual cash value so they do depreciate that but it's better than getting nothing but once the adjuster gets all those figures they take it back and of course now it's taking quite a while because there's so many claims but they will usually right up front they take it they just kind of look around and say okay it looks like you might have uh, sixty thousand dollars worth of uh, claim here, so we're going to pay you twenty five percent of that right now. So they'll cut you a check for twenty five percent of the dwelling and twenty five percent of the projected contents, and they'll uh, give that to you to get started immediately. So that's on projected contents. That's not like of their estimate, right? No, that's right. They just say, okay, I see. You know, so many washer, you know, washer dryer bed all these different things it looks like it's probably going to be around thirty thousand dollars maybe whatever that's why you know 25 percent you can be pretty far off and still be you know under what they expect to pay you so they just they don't want to overpay you obviously but uh, that that just gives you some money to get started which is nice um hmm. one of the things that's that has been frustrating for some people though is if you have a mortgage on your house which most of us do the dwelling portion of the claim, even the advance, will be made out to the check, will be made out to you and the mortgage company. So you don't have the ability to just go cash that check and start spending it. What you have to do is work with your mortgage company. And in my case, uh, I'm with Wells Fargo. Right. Uh, I have to sign the check over to them. They put it in basically an escrow account. And then when I have a contractor that needs to get paid, they'll cut a check directly to the contractor. And uh, that's how the contractor gets paid while we're waiting for the full, 
the full amount to come in. Uh, and um, there's, that's that sounds like a, there there might be a little bit of timing in, in issues involved in that a little bit too. You know, yeah, people start uh, to work versus getting paid, and it's got to go yeah. to the mortgage company, and you got to get that bureaucracy going. Have you experienced that at all? Well, yeah, and you know, we flooded obviously two months ago, and we still don't have even in the full estimate of what we're even going to get yet. We're still waiting for that, but we did get the little, you know, the little advance part. Um, so yeah, the timing, timing can be challenging. Um, but most of the contractors understand how it works. So I don't get a lot of people, uh, calling the office saying, Hey, you know, my contractor's threatening me or whatever. I mean, they, they know how it works and it's pretty much works universally the same way. So they understand. Um, so that from a timing perspective, it, it can be challenging, but I think most people are, you know, that are doing the work are aware. Hmm. All right. Well, that's, that's good to know. Things are moving forward. Um, I, you know, and I, I want to give a, 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 another shout out to FEMA and not just for its flood work, but um, I know there's been, there's some people complaining and I'm not saying, um, you know, as you remember, I didn't really have any damage, but prior to getting back, into um, Friendswood, I had no real idea of what was going to be happening with all the waters coming and going in different places. And so I, I went ahead and made a claim with FEMA just in case, like you're supposed to do. And uh, after we realized nothing was went on at the house and everything was fine, um, you know, they called and I, I told them, well, we don't need the assistance. We appreciate it. And they can, you know, feel free to help other people um, as, as they were. Um, I keep hearing people complain that they're not getting in touch with FEMA or this or that. And, you know, I'm sure it's a lot more pressing when you do have things wrong. But I will tell you, FEMA calls me at least twice a week. Wow. And it, with, and it leaves a message saying, you know, if you if you need anything, you know, you got to let us know or we're going to have to dismiss your thing. So I don't I don't understand what's going on with that. But I just thought it was odd that I'm hearing, you know, all this stuff of lack of help. And I'm getting calls, you know, like I said, two times a week. So I do think FEMA's on top of it as much as it can be. And if you need claims, I think uh, or you need that help, I think they are there. And they've kind of given everybody, you know, what they could to work out sure, with that. Sure. Yeah, they did. I know they recommended everybody that could potentially have been affected to file, you know, and I'm curious when you filed, I wonder how you claimed yourself as far as employment. I know when we filed, one of the questions was, are you self-employed? And of course, owning my own business, I answered that I'm self-employed. It's the same way and, with me. Well, it's interesting because they immediately denied me uh, any assistance directly and referred me to the uh, Small Business Bureau or Small Business Administration to get a loan if we needed a loan, which I didn't need a loan, but it was just kind of funny because my business was not affected at all. Uh, it was really just the house, but because I answered that I was self-employed, they did that. So I, I don't know if I need to call them. It seems like an unusual circumstance for them to, to treat it that way, but I've been busy doing other things to to worry about that and i did have flood insurance so i'm not concerned about being made whole again but right. uh, just one of those things i experienced yeah i'm trying to recall i think it was you know through facebook that i saw that you should be calling fema and i uh, uh i ended up going online and uh you know filing online and i think right. it gave exactly me like i think yeah. it gave me like two or three things that you know it said what you can qualify for 
And right. so I, I did the three, and I didn't pick anything about the business because, quite honestly, I don't think they're going to be paying for you know lack of houses uh, being right, you know sure. able to be sold. So um, I really was just looking, like I said at the time, was we were forced to stay out of. Um, you know, state, we couldn't get back. And that was really the only assistance, but I, I didn't know about the home, so I had to put that one just in case, knowing that we didn't have to, you know, claim anything if nothing was wrong. So I, I just had, I've had no issues with FEMA. I understand that people have, and I, but I do think those people are really trying hard with what they have. So again, another well, shout you got to, to think them. about it. People that are getting assistance from FEMA, for the most part, are probably people that didn't get flood insurance. So the fact that they get anything really should be a, a nice bonus. Um, yeah, that's for, that, that's true. That. Um, I, I think, like I said, the m- m- help we had, they helped pay for a couple of nights of hotel in Florida, and uh, and then uh, you know, um, then a little bit for ancillary stuffs being out there, you know, food eating. Well, out yeah, all the time and you know and what, stuff. you were inconvenienced by the storm because you weren't able to get back, so you did have to, you know, rent hotel rooms be- yeah. so you could wait until you know the coast was clear to get back. So there, you know, there was legitimate. Um, yeah, I, I definitely wasn't making a false claim, and that's why you know I, I oh, yeah. you know, wasn't trying to. So I'm not saying you know try to take advantage of things there, but oh, no, but I'm saying I, I just it was all an unknown. And at some point, and quite honestly, we were there a week and a half because of the storm, and we we only really got four nights of hotels free because that's when you know we decided to make the claim and everything got you approved. Bet. So we hey, and we didn't know, go back they, try to get more. You, yeah, when they approved five point seven billion dollars of money to help for this you know help for this it, it needs to go somewhere and that's a legitimate need so yeah. and, and, and it wasn't that much people so i know those of you out there who still need it you know contact fema there i know there's still money out there just you know like i said i, I just hope they're they're being very thorough with the people that they're helping and uh, and that they're they're going through and screening the the, the right people as well i mean there's got to be a good balanced approach all right, Jason, we got about uh, 15 seconds left to our next co- to our first commercial break here. Like I said, we did start a little bit late as we were trying to technically kind of get things together. But uh, guys, take a minute or two, return some emails, calls, uh, maybe get a little beverage refill. It's up to you. And we'll be back shortly with Jason Means from Perfect Policy. Because background noise helps you focus. You're listening to Bring It At Home with John Wilkinson. What do you get? The what you a name you can. They're super convenient and super friendly. I love being a member and an owner of a credit union that cares. And you can join. So get associated. Associated Credit Union of Texas. Lori Coppett. A name you can trust. Lori Coppett. A senior mortgage loan originator with Prime Lending, serving the Clear Lake area for over 28 years. Lori Why are you saying it like that? Coppett. Helping hundreds of satisfied clients with their home loan needs. Lori Seriously? Coppett. If you're purchasing, refinancing, or renovating your home, visit lcoppock.com to get the professional service you need. NMLS number 176539, Equal Housing Lending. Lori Coppett. Oh, for God's sake. Bubba Shrimp Palace sets the standard for seafood in the Clear Lake and Galveston Bay area. With locations in San Leon and League City, Bubba Shrimp Palace offers a welcoming atmosphere and the freshest seafood available. And don't forget, Bubba Shrimp Palace is the home of the world-famous Jimmy Walker sauce. Join us on Galveston Bay at 113 6th Street in sunny San Leon or on I-45 at 352 Gulf Freeway North in League City. Bubba Shrimp Palace, an original dining experience. Hey, it's Adam Smasher for Clear Lake today. 
today. Look, when I'm looking to find a business, a service, or a place to eat in the Clear Lake and Bay Area, first place I look, clearlaketoday.com. All the info I need can be found easily on clearlaketoday.com. If you're looking to find a business, you need to check clearlaketoday.com first. If you own a business in the Clear Lake area, you need to make sure your business information is on clearlaketoday.com. To make sure your business news, coupons, videos, and more can be found on clearlaketoday.com, contact Doug Meisinger by emailing doug at clearlaketoday.com. This is David Biddle. You're listening to Vinyl Draft Radio. There may not be such a thing as a time machine, but at iCryo, their machines can help you feel better, look better, and may even help you feel younger. See what everyone is raving about and how cryotherapy may be right for you. Five locations to serve you. Call Kyle today at 832-474-3653 and find out what iCryo can do for you. Bringing real talk with real professionals directly to you each week. It's Bringing It Home with John Wilkinson on Vinyl Draft Radio. Now, live from the Associated Credit Union of Texas studio in Houston, here's your host, John Wilkinson, the real estate agent invested in you. Welcome to Hey, welcome back. And we are talking with Jason Means. He is the mean, lean, purple machine from Perfect <laughs> Policy Insurance. Thanks for uh, hanging with us uh, through your uh, reconstruction mode over there at home. Absolutely. All right, Jason. So before we really dive into some uh, technically all insurance stuff, I want to go ahead and talk to a little bit about appraisals. And there's a, you know, there's a couple things out there from a consumer standpoint on appraisals, but I also know that um, when it comes to appraisals, when we're talking about home ownership, there's a couple of different things people look at, and I know it affects insurance as well. How does that, the real appraisal versus, let's say in, in Texas, the county appraisal, how does that all affect insurance from a, from a standpoint from you? And, and does it cause any confusion with, with, your, with the insurance consumer? Well, it, it certainly can, because as, uh, as you know, and a, a lot of people know, the, every county has a central appraisal district, and that's what, how you get taxed. And there are values for the land and, of course, values for the structure that are listed in there. Right. Um, but those are not replacement cost values, but a lot of times people will call up and, and they'll say, well, I've got a, a 3,000 square foot house, but it's only appraised, you know, on the appraisal district for $125,000. That's all the insurance I want. Well, you can't build a 3,000 square foot house for $125,000. So we have to educate people to help them understand that um, insurance responsibility, the insurance company's responsibility is to rebuild your house. So they need to insure it for an amount that they can rebuild it for. And that's running in the general vicinity for a, a decent home, you know, a nice, good, solid, decent home at about $100 a square foot. So if you've got a 3,000 square foot house, it's in the ballpark of around $300,000. So one twenty-five is not going to get it done. Right. Uh, and, and that goes the same, not just a county appraisal. That goes, even if you hired an appraiser and say, hey, look, my house is only worth, it's not what your house is worth. It's, it, bottom line, it's the building cost that it takes in today's market. Exactly. Material, a home, labor. Yeah. The value of a home as, as appraised 
you know, if a home is older and, and has not been kept up, obviously it's going to be much lower. But, uh, you know, a 3,000 square foot house that's in great condition uh, will still cost the same to rebuild as a 3,000 square foot house that's not in very good condition because it's going to have to be rebuilt. It's going to be new. new. Stuff. <laughs> they're yeah, not, exactly. yeah, they're not they're not rebuilding with the same uh, wood reclaimed uh, from the uh, right. old structure. Exactly. I, and that makes complete sense. And uh, that's good from an insurance standpoint because that does determine that's part of your policy rate. You know, yes, that, of that, course, that, that that rebuild. I mean, if you do have a house that it's going to take $150,000, your rate's going to be a little bit less than if it were a $300,000 house that uh, it would cost to replace. Absolutely, um, and that's just part of that pricing, right? That's that you know. There's other things involved in that. There's yeah, deductibles can have a right. big impact on it, and then all kinds of discounts that can apply for sure as well. Well, also in the home ownership uh, world, there's a lot of confusion with appraisals. Now, you you own your home, and um, had you during all this repairing and dealing with your mortgage company and FEMA and all that, had, have you had to have any kind of appraisal done so far? I haven't. Uh, what will happen, uh, the kind of the final step, uh, I was talking earlier about how the mortgage company gets the check. I have to sign it to them and they'll release money to contractors and so forth. But when it's all done and everything is, is completed, they will send out a inspector, not really an appraiser, but an inspector to look at the house and make sure that it has been um, rebuilt or, or repaired to the condition that it should be and then if there's money left over they'll release that so you can you know spend it on whatever else that you have or to pay the rest of the contractors and so forth Hmm. well it's not really an appraisal but if they do inspect it to make sure that you actually did fix the house and didn't just take they don't want you to take the check and skip town and be gone and leave them with a messed up house gotcha so yeah and it's now just out of curiosity once you get this house kind of redone do you think the value would be worth more than it was in terms of appraisal than now than before the storm well i um a little bit but you know just because we we did end up getting some new cabinets which which we didn't get last time because we flooded but we really just remodeled last year so uh, our house definitely i think was was improved last year um this year uh it's going to be slight because most of the stuff we'd already done and we're really kind of putting back really what we had the only exception really is is cabinets that's the only thing we're adding this time hmm. you're not you're not upgrading the flooring at all or well we just did that and the flooring oh, right, was actually yeah. fine uh the flooring we put in i have a tile a wood look tile which is becoming really popular right. and we have uh there's a special kind of epoxy-based grout that you can use that's waterproof. And uh, we were hoping through all this that it, it would hold up because we loved it. And uh, it's it's basically unaffected. So we're Well, that's good. I was talking, just so you know, in case you didn't hear it, when we had the uh, show with uh, Will and Cheyenne uh, last month, we were talking about, um, you know, the flood. And they, from Redfish Inspections, and they were saying how... Tile floors can be affected. Um, oh, they can. Oh, yeah. You know, they it, all it takes can. is a little pocket of missing, you know, not just grout, but underneath the, the, the you know, the, the, the bonding, whatever that is there. Um, excuse me for not knowing. Um, but sure, sure. Basically, they said, you know, the flooring can look fine, but when you go all of a sudden, 
a year later you hear it's like echoey and degrading you lift up the tile right. and there's mold underneath so it, it sounds like you guys fared well with that so yeah i think it's going to be okay our all of our floors are really solid um there's a couple of areas just on the edges that kind of have a little bit of a hollow uh sound but we just pulled that up and replaced those and, right and uh, i think we're we're in good shape well it's good i do like that flooring as well my wife and i did that ourselves two years ago um, i started seeing it in houses and i was like oh that's much better than a wood floor it looks it looks you know almost like wood but it actually you know it's a lot more durable in that sense yeah, it, you know? really people actually a lot of times will walk into the house and look at it and say is that wood i mean they it, it is kind of hard to tell if you don't right i mean it's becoming popular so people are going to start recognizing it but it uh initially it, it is a little bit hard to tell and it's certainly a lot more durable than would you know if you have dogs and yeah. kids and stuff like that exactly so, or in a pool yeah. and people come in and out and then you don't have to worry yeah, about the kitchen in yeah it's, it's yep. pretty good all right so i'm yeah. gonna talk a little bit about um we've got about five minutes left before our next uh break and i want to talk a little bit more about um home appraisals from a homeowner standpoint and i came across an article this past weekend and there's last week i talked about uh some home buying myths uh, and this week i came across some home appraisal myths which actually made sense as i'm reading through there's a lot of times that you know sellers or homeowners feel about these and i was like they are myths um for the most case most of these won't be surprising when you hear them but you don't think about them till you do hear them so one, you brought this up earlier, Jason, an appraisal, a myth number one is an appraisal is the same thing as a home inspection. You know, you had mentioned that that's what you kind of think is going to happen in your, for your home, they'll send out an inspection to make sure things were done correctly and whatnot, but that's not so much an appraisal. Well, there's people out here who think that's the same thing and they, they call them the same thing. You know, the appraisal comes out, what do they check for? You know, what are they, and I was like, no, they're, they're not the inspector. There are some things that they'll check with, uh, you know, uh, on FHA uh, loan types and VA loan types, of course. Um, and they're both safeguards, but they are completely different entities. A, uh, you know, the, the appraisal is someone that's going to be looking at the value of your home. And an inspector is going to be looking at potential problems and, and quality of the uh, work on your home. So, right, right. Um, and that's, that's when people get that confused. The other myth is that the appraiser works for the buyer so of course an appraiser is gonna you know come in you know lower than we want or whatnot and which is not the case at all we all know that the appraiser if an appraiser comes out 99 percent of the time it's because the lender the lender is the one that's given the money they want to make sure the house is worth it so it, even though the buyer is paying for it the lender is the one that's uh, actually uh, hiring the uh, appraiser and it's their va that value that determines everything you don't get the loan if it doesn't appraise um, and actually I take that back you can get the loan there are several uh, options around that but um, so don't think that these appraisers are coming out they're working in the best interest of the bank they need to make sure that the house is worth what the buyer is willing to pay and borrow um, so that's the big thing on that you bet. now another thing is is that when an appraisal is done that's the magic number that a buyer should be paying. So there are people, out, sellers out there who will, you know, get their house appraised and say, hey, last year my house was worth this. So we know the market's up. So it's got to be worth this much at least, you know. Um, and we tell them, no, that is not true. As a real estate agent, we all know 
What determines the price of your house is, Jason, you know the answer to this one? Well, what I what it costs to replace it, I guess. Well, well from an insurance <laughs> standpoint, it. yes, that would be the case. Yeah. But really, your house is only worth what a buyer is willing to pay. Oh, right. From Yes, as yeah. far as that type of valuation. Yeah, that. and that's what I tell the sellers when they're like, well, I just, you know, we've had that appraisal. Yeah, you know what? I wish that's how it would work because we could say, oh, no, we're not going to accept that amount. You have to pay this because that's what the appraiser said. But you got to remember, the two cases that an appraiser works for somebody, one is the lender and they're gonna be more conservative. And two, if the seller calls them out, if a homeowner, I don't even say a seller, if a homeowner calls them out for an appraisal for whatever reason it may be, um, and they pay for it and whatnot, um, they're gonna get something slanting more their way and less, you know, I I don't know how to put it. It's not that it's not gonna be accurate, it's just not gonna be as conservative as the lender one. Because remember, you know, the main source of business for appraisers is generally the banks. Um, And they're gonna be around the same area, it might be a few thousand off here or there. So at the end of the day, just because it appraises doesn't mean that a buyer is going to be willing to pay for that because your house is only worth what the buyer is willing to pay when you think that, about that's, it. You betcha. So we could pass that on. Um, let's see. Uh, another one. Um, all amenities are created equal. So someone puts in a tiki bar outside on their patio. Does that raise the value of their house? Well, to some degree, it, it certainly raises uh, a preference value. Someone who likes a tiki bar. You know, again, if the buyer says, wow, I'd love to have that tiki bar, that adds more value to them, maybe not the appraisal. Um, what if they don't like it? They don't care what it appraises for. I don't like that tiki bar. You can't. Kind of uh, comes back to that same rule. It's, you know, it's what the buyer is willing to pay for. It, it, exactly. And so that's how you have to look at it. Plus, you need to remember that. The more things you do to the house does not mean that the appraisal will be higher. So we have to remember that. And I'll go a little bit more into that when we come back from commercial. But, but again, the more bells and whistles, the higher the appraisal. That is a complete myth. And we can give some specific examples when we come back. Um, don't forget, guys, um, we are not on Facebook Live now, so I can't really do that. I do want to give away some uh, Texas RenFest uh, tickets. So what I'm going to do is when I post the... Uh the show later on today to Facebook. We'll try to encourage people to listen and uh, make a comment or give us a thumbs up on the post that they've listened and we'll we'll pick somebody to get some Texas Renaissance Festival tickets. Um, you know what's funny is I'm sitting here moving just like I'd be on camera because I just realized this is the way I am naturally. I'm animated. I'm surprised I haven't knocked anybody out. Uh, Alright guys, we'll be back in a couple minutes. Welcome to You're listening to Bringing It Home with John Wilkinson. Why? Because you like him. You really like him. Tucked away in the side streets of Kima, the white exterior of Kima Steak Company radiates a timeless essence. Behind the doors, a casual yet elegant dining experience welcomes their guests. They make sure your dining experience is nothing but the absolute best. Come in today and see why Kima Steak Company is your perfect getaway. Kima Steak Company is located at 707 Bradford Avenue in Kima. Contact them at 281-334-9463. Reservations recommended on weekends. You can't stop time, but you can reverse the aging process. Get ready for one of Houston's most innovative and cutting-edge medical spas that everyone's talking about. Kay McCunis's Beautiful Anti-Aging Skincare Studio is your one stop for everything you need to look great now. 
Botox, fillers, hydrofacials, and weight loss. Looking younger was never so easy. Call Kay now for your personal consultation, 713-269-5372. Hey, this is Doug with Clear Lake Today, and you're listening to Vinyl Draft Radio. The average person moves five times over their lifetime. If it's moving time for you, John Wilkinson is ready to help sell your home quickly, professionally, at the best possible price. John's personalized and unique marketing plan will get your home in front of the most qualified buyers and their agents by means of real estate magazines, online listing sites, social media, direct marketing, and yes, even on the radio. Call John Wilkinson at 281-974-0739 or email him at john at jwgetsitsold.com. John Wilkinson with Better Homes and Gardens. Gary Green, the real estate agent invested in you. The Close Horse Boutique. Find out why they're one of the hottest boutiques in the Bay Area. Located in the beautiful League City Historic District, the Clothes Horse Boutique, 281-332-2383. Stop by today and find out why they were just voted the best ladies boutique in the Bay Area, the Clothes Horse Boutique. Bringing real talk with real professionals directly to you each week. It's Bringing It Home with John Wilkinson on Vinyl Draft Radio. Now, live from the Associated Credit Union of Texas studio in Houston, here's your host, John Wilkinson, the real estate agent invested in you. are back with Mr. Jason Means calling in live from, well, I guess you're not in the Galleria. That's where you're temporarily staying. Um, but glad we're able to make this work out today. And uh, I guess, uh, and again, Mother Invention, we were talking uh, off air, um, how we can make this work uh, down the road. And I think we can, I like this part. Um, what I don't like is that we started a little bit late, and I could see the owners of the radio station getting a little antsy on that. But, uh, you know, it's one of those sacrifices we have to make, you know, we try to do. We give up a little bit something for something that helps in the future. Um, anyway, um, just to finish up uh, the, the more bells and whistles thing, you know, the bottom line is, is that if you put $100,000 of bells and whistles into a house, it doesn't mean that your house is now worth $100,000 more. I mean, it kind of goes to, to the replacement cost of insurance stuff, you know. In that replacement cost, you're, you're paying for the manufacturing, the labor hours, the material. And it's the same for appliances when you buy them. So dollar-to-dollar value does not go there. And as a matter of fact, there are certain things that just add no value, um, at least monetary value in terms of appraisal. You'd be surprised at, you know, how many people say, oh, I have a new roof. Well, believe it or not, Having a new roof doesn't really add much value um, to the dollar. It's more about you taking care of your house and making it worth something. Um, that's really what it's about. If you didn't have that new roof or you had a roof in bad condition, you would basically be taking away the worth of your house. Um, right. But adding something new is just it's pure maintenance. You know, It's just like having an air conditioning unit outside that doesn't work. You know, it, if it doesn't work, it's going to take away the value of the house as opposed to the house that does have a working one. But if it's working, it doesn't matter if it's brand new, right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't change the value of your house. It's a working air conditioning unit. And so it helps with the selling 
preference value, but not the actual value, monetary value. So just keep those things in mind when you're making repairs versus when you're upgrading stuff. Um, nobody sure. cares about, uh, you know, a lot of people don't care that you have a, a, a granite countertop built into a wall. We're not talking just set on top of, you know, like normal. Um, that's not going to change the value. You know, you did it something, you did something unique, but it's not going to add value. It just, just won't do it. So um, little advice there. When you're considering selling your home, walk through with your real estate agent. Point out all the things and, and talk about, you know, things that might add value. And hopefully your real estate agent will be honest with you and give you the straightforward truth about sale value versus monetary value. All right. A couple other things I do want to talk about is what happens if your appraisal comes in low? That's, you know... From a, from a home value standpoint, um, so I, lower than what your like your asking price is on the or, on well, the home. yeah, or your agreed upon right, yeah, your agreed upon price. So, um, we've got a little ju more adjustment. Oh, see, I'm trying to. Is that where it is? Mm -hmm. Okay, see, I'm trying to find the sweet spot on the microphone, but apparently it takes Leon to do that. Um, all right, thank you, sir. Um, they weren't hearing me as good as they were hearing uh, you, Jason, apparently. Wow. There look you at go. Me. Look at that. Look at you going. <laughs> so there are four things you can do. Um, well, to, this is how I explain it to my, my buyers and sellers when it comes to appraisals. If the appraisal does not come or comes in under the agreed sale amount, there are really four options out there. Um, and technically five. Um, the first one is, is if you just feel that strongly that it's wrong and you're able to prove that, uh, your team can get together. And when I say team, um, really the buying agent, the selling agent, the buyer and seller and the lender need to get together and say, we're going we're gonna to appeal this appraisal because we have facts that are showing this house to be worth more. Maybe it's a few hundred more. Maybe it's a few thousand. If it's worth it, I think everybody should band together, not to gang up on the appraiser, but to give them information that maybe they overlooked or didn't have before. So you can do that. So maybe that, that, that's one. I will tell you that is the least likely to be effective. I have yet to, uh, and I know it has happened, but for me, um, when I've been on that side where one party or the other wanted to uh, appeal it, um, we've never gotten the appeal done. Um, and simply put, I don't know a lot of appraisers that want to admit they were wrong or whatnot. Again, remember, they're going to be conservative. They're working for the lender. So they may, f I've always found, they've always found a reason not to count a house or a property or a value for, for whatever reason. Not that they're doing intentionally. They may be perfectly right. Remember, we're just trying to make it work for everybody so that's one of the reasons one of the things but again i keep that out of the picture because it's rare that that happens even though i have heard that it does does happen so in my world when i'm talking to buyers and sellers and uh jason you could tell me if if this is your understanding of things um when it comes to appraisals because again you've bought a home at least one how many oh, yeah. how many homes have you purchased in your uh i've purchased myself just two Okay, yeah, me too. I've only purchased two in my lifetime, and hopefully I don't have to purchase many more, maybe just a retirement <laughs> or go to a retirement home, one of those two, whatever my kids decide. Um, so here are the four things that I tell my clients, and we're finally getting to where I was going to. First and foremost, the seller lowers the price to meet the appraisal amount. Now, this is the most common, and it's 
not a default thing. It just makes sense because chances are if they don't agree to lower the price and the sale safe falls through and, you know, uh, that's it. The lender's not going to loan the money for that difference if it's not showing that value. Oh, um, yeah. Interesting. So if the s- seller does not do that and they take another offer and another appraiser comes out, chances are the appraisal is still going to be pretty darn close to what it was. They're not going to be that far off. Um, rarely do I see that. And again, if you're not going to contest it or you don't have facts to help contest it, then you're going to know that at the end of the day, the next appraiser is going to come and do the same. So the seller just goes, hey, that's what my house is worth. That's fine. I'll go ahead and do it. Now, they could just say, no, it's not worth selling, of course, and that's it. But most of the time, the seller does lower the price because it only makes sense. Everybody, unless they're waiting for a cash offer, most cash people don't uh, bring out an appraiser. So the other thing that can happen is the buyer can pay the difference. What does that mean? Well, basically, they have a loan amount and they have so much they have to put down. Let's just call it an 80-20 rule in this case. And they're doing 20. Say it's off by 5%, that appraisal. Well, if the buyer puts in 5% more cash, then they can waive that to keep that margin the same. Um, 80-20. And that's what they can do. So the buyer can then do that. That is probably the least that I, the, the least used tactic that I've seen. Not many buyers go in and say, yeah, I know my house isn't worth that, but I'm still going to be willing to dish out more cash out of pocket. This is cash now. This isn't a loan amount. I, I have to put that cash to my down payment now. So right. not, very, not very many people will do that, um, and, which makes sense. The second most common thing that uh, they can do is the third item, which is the buyer and seller split the difference. So basically, the seller comes down half the difference, and the buyer puts in cash half the difference. That is the second most common thing and the last-ditch effort thing you can really do before the fourth thing, which is the deal just falls through and everybody walks away. Um, So those are really the four things when it comes to uh, appraisals, or five if you count appealing the one. have you come across like i i will tell you i think um you had to have come across where you're doing some policies or looking up home policies for people or trying to sign them and all of a sudden you get a call and it's a different house that they're calling about or oh yeah it happens all the time yeah and and i i bet you most of the time it has to do with either the inspection or the appraisal Does yeah it really- you i actually it probably is because it's you know they something gets found that wasn't known about and it's like well i don't you know, this house doesn't appeal to me the same that it did before. So then, you know, if the renegotiation doesn't go through, then there you go. All right. I think I've talked enough about appraisals. Jason's probably going, I'm on the phone and we're, we're talking oh, about no appraisals. Well, I figure it's always good to kind of mix it up. And I want to see, it's different to have a different perspective thing on things and see how they play off each other. But I do have some insurance questions and I know we have a few minutes, uh, Let's see here. We have a few minutes left, so I do want to... What, what kind of policies are you seeing more of right now, home or auto? What, what are your records showing? Um, well, you know, we, we specialize in home insurance, so most of our referrals that come to us are based on, on home insurance, and we're uh, virtually unbeatable when it comes to price and value in home insurance, so that's, that's where we, we sell. If we sold... Uh, last month, we sold 187 policies. We probably sold 100 and 
a hundred of them were probably home insurance and then quite a few floods and some auto mixed in there with a few commercial policies. So that's kind of our mix. Well, I, I, I will tell you December is coming up and, uh, is the, is the time of year that I do shop for insurance. So I will give you a shout out again, guys. It's, uh, you know, when it comes to insurance, I always say shop it. Now I've been happy with my insurance company. I've been happy with the rate. I've been happy, but I always shop it, but it's not just for rate. I, I take that all together with everything. I also look at the service, and I just happen to know just just through word of mouth, um, not just even the show, that uh, Jason and the people at uh, Perfect Policy really do provide as much service as possible to get you that perfect policy. Um, I don't know how much you know uh, affects. Um, you guys have directly on the underwriters or the insurance companies because you're basically you're shopping them for your clients. So um, service right, we don't really. Yeah, we don't really have the ability to change an underwriter's decision-making, but what we do have is more companies than any other agent, and every company has different guidelines on how they review things. So one company that may not like a diving board or a slide for your pool might say, we're okay with that, or particular dogs, or you know, metal roofing or homes on stilts. You know, there are, you know, every company has different <laughs> That sounds like a show right buy. there. Homes on yeah. stilts. <laughs> exactly. Um. So, yeah, so they, you know, where we do help is by having a lot of options and knowledge about those options to, to put the pieces together to get the right, you know, puzzle for you. All right. Well, we've got about 30 seconds left. And what I want, want to do here is, is I want, want you to kind of explain what perfect policy provides to the consumer and then also how to reach you, which we all know is an easy way to reach you. So give us your best 30 seconds. Yeah. Well, perfect policy is not just a, a, a name. It's our, it's our true mission. And as I mentioned, we have more companies than any other agent in town. Um, so we take your information and shop you through every option that we have to make sure that you get the best rate with the best policy. And that goes for home and auto. Uh, and we do commercial insurance as well. And we uh, also do life insurance. And by the way, we just opened up our fourth office in Beaumont uh, last week. So we are s- stretching our, our boundaries, um, but we can write, write anywhere in Texas. And uh, you know, we just feel like uh, we are virtually unbeatable, especially when it comes to the home insurance part, because we've been doing that for so long. Awesome. Well, Jason, I appreciate you uh, making the call and taking time out of your uh, busy uh, rebuilding schedule. And uh, I certainly would be in touch. It's that time of year to do some shopping. So uh, uh, again, my thanks to Jason Means of Perfect Policy Insurance. You can uh, go to www.perfectpolicyinsurance.com or perfectpolicy.com. Right? Just perfect policy. Just perfect policy. That's right. All right, guys. You can type that into anything. Into anything. Next week, guys, 9 a.m. We'll talk to you then. Thank you for listening to Bringing It Home with John Wilkinson on Vinyl Draft Radio. Be sure to like us on Facebook at Bringing It Home Radio and also Vinyl Draft Radio. And join us live each Wednesday at 9 a.m. for an informative and entertaining discussion about buying, selling, and maintaining real estate.
tucked away in the side streets of Kima, the white exterior of Kima Steak Company radiates a timeless essence. Behind the doors, a casual yet elegant dining experience welcomes their guests. They make sure your dining experience is nothing but the absolute best. Come in today and see why Kima Steak Company is your perfect getaway. Kima Steak Company is located at 707 Bradford Avenue in Kima. Contact them at 281-334-9463. Reservations recommended on weekends. What do you get? When you get associated. They're super convenient and super friendly. I love being a member and an owner of a credit union that cares. And you can join. So, get associated! Associated Credit Union of Texas. When you're looking for a new home, why not seek the counsel of a friend who happens to know the housing market better than the back of his hand? John Wilkinson can help answer questions related to obtaining a mortgage lender up to finding and securing the best home for you. John will take your best interests as his own and provide valuable property and neighborhood information that is important to your family. Call John at 281-974-0739 or email him at john at jwgetsitsold.com to start looking for your new home. How's this weekend for you? Simply contact John Wilkinson with Better Homes and Gardens, the real estate agent invested in you. Do you ever wonder how every insurance company seems to boast about having the best rate for you? With so many companies, how is it possible that they can all have the best rate? Well, the reality is they're all telling the truth. Kind of. You see, each insurance company has a different set of target customers that they're looking for, so each company will have the best rate for someone. The challenge is finding the one that likes you the most. Perfect Policy evaluates you through more companies than any other insurance agent, and that's how they find the best policy for you. It just makes sense. More options means better value. Contact Perfect Policy today. You can't stop time, but you can reverse the aging process. Get ready for one of Houston's most innovative in cutting-edge medical spas that everyone's talking about. Kay McEunis' beautiful anti-aging skincare studio is your one-stop for everything you need to look great now. Botox, fillers, hydrofacials, and weight loss. Looking younger was never so easy. Call Kay now for your personal consultation, 713-269-5372. You can't stop time, but you can reverse the aging process. Get ready for one of Houston's most innovative in cutting-edge medical spas that everyone's talking about. Kay McEunis' beautiful anti-aging skincare studio is your one-stop for everything you need to look great now. Botox, fillers, hydrofacials, and weight loss. Looking younger was never so easy. Call Kay now for your personal consultation, 713-269-5372. Bringing real talk with real professionals directly to you each week. It's Bringing It Home with John Wilkinson on Vinyl Draft Radio. Now, live from the Associated Credit Union of Texas studio in Houston, here's your host, John Wilkinson, the real estate agent invested in you. It's Adam 
Smasher for Clear Lake today. Look, when I'm looking to find a business, a service, or a place to eat in the Clear Lake and Bay Area, first place I look, clearlaketoday.com. All the info I need can be found easily on clearlaketoday.com. If you're looking to find a business, you need to check clearlaketoday.com first. If you own a business in the Clear Lake area, you need to make sure your business information is on clearlaketoday.com. To make sure your business news, coupons, videos, and more can be found on clearlaketoday.com, contact Doug Meisinger by emailing Doug at clearlaketoday.com. What do you get? When you get associated. They're super convenient and super friendly. I love being a member and an owner of a credit union that cares. And you can join. So, get associated! Associated Credit Union of Texas. Lori Coppett. A name you can trust. Lori Coppett. A senior mortgage loan originator with Prime Lending, serving the Clear Lake area for over 28 years. Lori Why are you saying it like that? Coppett. Helping hundreds of satisfied clients with their home loan needs. Lori. Seriously? Coppett. If you're purchasing, refinancing, or renovating your home, visit L-C-O-P-P-O-C-K. Com to get the professional service you need. NMLS number 176539, Equal Housing Lender. Lori Coppett. Oh, for God's sake. Hi, Renee Toman here. When I'm not playing golf, I'm listening to Vinyl Draft Radio. Bubba Shrimp Palace sets the standard for seafood in the Clear Lake and Galveston Bay area. With locations in San Leon and League City, Bubba Shrimp Palace offers a welcoming atmosphere and the freshest seafood available. And don't forget, Bubba Shrimp Palace is the home of the world-famous Jimmy Walker sauce. Join us on Galveston Bay at 113 6th Street in sunny San Leon or on I-45 at 352 Gulf Freeway North in League City. Bubba Shrimp Palace, an original dining experience. Are you looking for a high-level business networking opportunity? Then look no further than Vinyl Draft. Mark your calendar for 7 p.m. on the third Tuesday of each month and join Doug Meisinger and Bertrand McHenry along with co-host Kelly Williams for a totally unique networking concept. No selling, no passing out business cards, just a place to mix, mingle, and create relationships with Clear Lake Area's top professionals. All of this with the fine food and craft cocktails of Preamble Lounge and Craft House and an all-vinyl LP soundtrack. And remember, it's Vinyl Draft. Wear something nice. 